This is a book of previous times. It's a book that many would say is old-fashioned. It's a book that other people would say tells it when it was great. This is Bill Apter's book, Is Wrestling Fixed? I didn't know it was broken. It was published a few years ago now, more than 10 years ago actually by ECW Press and it is of a, of a, of a, a previous time, a time that was less immediate, a time that wasn't always on, a time that wasn't always 24 hours, a time that allowed kayfabe to flourish because things happened at a quieter time or in a, a quieter way or in a at a quieter pace I think I mean and this is also the story of a wrestling love affair of a man who loved wrestling so much and loved wrestlers so much and loved being part of the wrestling world so much that he devoted his life to it and it didn't always afford him certainly in his later years or later working life didn't always afford him a, a salary he could live on for a long time though it did and one of the reasons being is because this is about wrestling magazines Bill Apter was famously a photographer along with George Napolitano and others and Paul Heyman early in his career and was then um, a writer for wrestling magazines including Pro Wrestling Illustrated and did some work around uh, in, in the ring wrestling occasionally announcing more often commentating occasionally but really he was a sports journalist and I remember being fascinated by wrestling magazines which seemed to be the gateway for me to wrestling tales, wrestling territories, wrestling wonders that I didn't know existed. That doesn't happen now. You don't get the chance to use your imagination because everything's there. You know that in this podcast I do champion, I suppose, independent wrestling, but there's a lot of it on YouTube. An awful lot of it. In those days, that wasn't the case. If you wanted to know about other promotions, and you may have been a fan of N of the NWA through WCW, or you may be a fan of may have been a fan of the WWF, then other federations might not have crossed your your gaze. You might not know about them. You might not know about certain wrestlers that other people are bigging up. You might want to know more about them because people are talking about them. You couldn't go to a search engine or to YouTube and put their matches in and watch them. You simply couldn't. 
You had to rely on word of mouth and you had to rely on the printed word. And that's part of the beauty of this. Telling stories. Wrestlers tell stories in the ring. Writers tell stories in their writing. And I write about wrestling. And I try to tell stories in what I do. In my own way. And Bill Apter did that too. It, this is a wonderful example of someone who's living wrestling life the old way. Started in the 70s, continued through the 90s. And he's still active, I think. And this is a brilliant example of that. But I don't think it's the kind of book that if you grew up in the YouTube age or the TikTok age or the social media age that you'd really want to read. I think it's for people like me who are older. Sad thing to say, maybe it's not, but it does seem to be for people like me who loved wrestling magazines, who loved reading about wrestling, who loved the PWI 500. I wasn't interested in the top 10. Maybe not even the top 20, because I knew who those wrestlers were. I was interested in number 426, number 347. I wanted to see who these wrestlers were. I'd heard about them. What did they look like? Imagine that. Not being able to see what they looked like until a magazine showed you. It's a life well lived for Bill Apter and he has a naivety about the wrestling and boxing world actually that does him credit. He has a naivety which never leaves him. A love of the stories, a love of the the world itself, a love of enjoying what he can do. And loving what he can do in wrestling and loving how he can be part of it and making more of it for fans. It is a beautiful book. He does tell stories about the wrestlers he knows. He does tell stories about working with different promotions. He does tell stories and tell us about how some people couldn't work with others and how you had to be careful who you talk to. And through it, he's walking on eggshells lest he offends someone because that's a mark of the man. He has a real sense of propriety and morality and caring and understanding and it's just a lovely lovely book but I think you have to really love wrestling magazines and there's still some about now PWI is still out there in this country we've got fighting spirit magazine in between the ropes but it's not the same possibly because Sometimes the magazines seem a little bit like a, a leaflet, a pamphlet, as costs have risen. Plus, not so many people want to buy them because you can get on your phone and find out the latest skinny on all of this, these wrestlers that you like. If you hear about one, oh, I've got to watch that match. Well, you can on YouTube, usually. This is when things were hidden. You had to find out about them and you had to wait for them. And that 
sometimes made them more special. And wrestling and boxing has always been special to Bill Apter. And it's a beautiful sense of wonder that he has. He's not jaded, he's not cynical. At no point in this in this book is he either of those things. And to keep that wonder, to keep that love, for what, 40 years? No, 20 years, 30 years, is an extraordinary thing. Yeah, wrestling is a wonderful sport and a wonderful entertainment. And when it grabs you, you can't do anything else. And if I had a childlike love of wrestling, which I sadly don't, like Bill Apter, it would be something that I want to write about too. Ta-ta.